0: What's up, what's up, people? Welcome to the Lagos to London podcast, and I'm your host, Sin. Sin is spelled S Y N. If you're a new listener, applause to you, yay! If you're a returning listener, welcome, my G. You know how we do it. This is a podcast about migration, mental health, and everything in between. I'll be sharing tips on immigration, stories of the Black immigrant experience. The stories are largely mine, my personal experiences as I do not offer any legal or financial advice. Please show me some love by spreading the word about this podcast, I'll drop some links and social media handles in the description below and new episodes will be posted every Monday and Friday. Today's topic is how to raise money for school or study abroad. I know a lot of people have been waiting for this conversation. From previous episodes, I've been seeing messages like, Sin, talk about how you raised money. Some questions like, How did you fund your jackpot plan? Since tell us, tell us, tell us, did you use scholarship? Did you use this? So I'm here to answer all those questions. Remember in the previous podcast, I titled, Should you tell people you're jackpying? I spoke about how it was inevitable to inform some people I was traveling because I had to raise some money and they were instrumental in me raising that money. So in today's episode, I'm going to share four ways you can raise money for your relocation plans. Let me add a caveat here. I am neither a financial guru nor a lawyer. So this is neither financial advice nor legal advice. That being said, let's start right here. Before I share my experience, I would love to hear from you, how did you raise money for your trip? If you have travelled, if you haven't travelled, how do you plan to raise money for your trip? Share your responses with me in the comments of your DM on my social media platforms, the lag london pod and that's t-h-e-l-a-g-l-d-n-p-o-d. Hit the follow button some of you are not following you you just listen consume this nice and sweet information and you keep it to yourself ah, it's wrong oh, it's wrong share the word about this podcast please that being said let me uh, reiterate like i always say migration is a very capital intensive venture it is draining on the mind on the body and on the pockets so before you consider any of these ways to raise money is make sure you have tried your hands on all possible scholarships especially if you are coming to the UK I know why I'm saying this because <laughs> when you are working in the snow in the cold you will be wishing that you didn't have any bills at all to pay especially expensive tuition so please try your hands on all possible scholarships but if it doesn't work out you can use some of these ways to raise money for your travel plans Maybe if I knew what I know now, I would have made a different choice. Maybe. I'm not certain. But maybe I would have looked harder for his scholarship. However, there's an Igbo adage that says, Na What does it mean? It means that one does not chase rats when his house is burning. So what was chasing me out of Nigeria was too hot for me. feli, It was too hot to wait years for a scholarship. Especially when I decided I was moving to an English-speaking country, the UK preferably. I didn't want to try China or Finland or Germany or other European countries where I didn't understand the language. So for the UK, when Commonwealth didn't work for me, I think I passed the deadline or something. Erasmus, Erasmus, I think No Erasmus, Erasmus scholarship that one didn't work. I was like, should a scholarship? day, UK doesn't give scholarships, so why am I delaying the inevitable? So that was when I decided to raise money to make that move. So each of these ways to raise money have their advantages and their disadvantages. You know what's best for you, and you know how best to go about it. If you want to relocate, you need to know how much you want to do it, how far you're willing to go to raise the money to see it through. Remember, in the first episode. In the first episode, I talked about my why, and it was that why that sustained me when it looked like there was no money to complete the journey. So remember your why, why you are travelling, and when you do, it makes it easier to hold on through that challenging phase. So let's get into the four ways to raise money. Number one way to raise money, number one, if you don't have a pen and paper beside you, take notes, especially if you want to travel. Number one way to raise money is through your savings. A lot of people underestimate the power of saving. Before you start your japa plans, when you are still in your japa activity phase, you need to start keeping money aside for your travel plans and your relocation. Relocation is not based at all. Don't be fooled. I mean they tell you. Now soon they tell you. Don't let anybody tell you uh, when you get there, you need money to get there. Let's say you are going to the UK from Nigeria. As at the time of this recording, one pound is like 700 Naira black market. Let's say you have 1 million Naira, that's not even up to 2,000 pounds, which is the tuition deposit for most UK schools. Let's say your school fees is between 9 to 20,000 pounds depending on its ranking. How many million Naira do you think will be sufficient for the tuition fees? So yeah, it's important you start saving early. The earlier you save, the more your money compounds when we fix it in money markets and other reputable investment. Let me use myself for example. I've always been a saver. If you talk to any of my siblings and ask them who is the saver in the family, they'll tell you it's me. Not necessarily because I love saving or keeping money aside, but because I attach savings to goals. So for example, if I want to buy this gadget, I need to save towards it. I don't just save because I'm saving money. I save with a goal in mind. So, if I want to save something, I know that this saving is for this particular thing and it keeps me in check, especially if you are the kind of person that or you are easily tempted to use that money for something. So, having a savings and attaching it to a goal is also a fantastic tip you should try. So, for me personally, I'm a huge fan of delayed um, gratification. See me speaking English now. (laughs) Delayed gratification. I've always wanted to. You know, safe for a rainy day. I've not been afraid to deny myself the pleasures of today in the hopes that tomorrow will be better. So, savings have always come easy for me. I tie my savings to a goal, and this makes planning really, really worth it. So, when I started working, I naturally had a stash. You know that stash where you call in case of in case it is, this is the money you don't touch. You know what I mean? So that kind of money, I had it. I had a start. I had put some some of these monies into long-term and short-term investments because I'm really huge on investing and stuff like that. I learned it from my father. So even when I lost some money to solve these field investments, I always saw money as a tool that itself wasn't useful until you achieved a purpose. So for me it wasn't about having the notes. Was about what those notes could buy you, the freedom it could buy you, the time it could buy you, and stuff like that. So, money wasn't useful to me until it achieved a purpose. One of my money principles has always been to send money on errand. I like sending money on errand. And even when those where I send go around, they don't return. I go just chest and say, okay, a uh, bad investment you make. Nothing wrong with that so yeah that's it but like i said at the beginning of this podcast i'm not giving financial advice so no go send your money message where you no go return because i can see a lot of schemes popping up and stuff like that promising you ridiculous ROIs before you know they've crashed and your money is gone so no go send your money message where you no go return i can uh, remember an investment i did If I say the story, you're gonna laugh with it. Like, both the investee or oh. both the lawyer I sent to arrest the investee. <laughs> Shemina may be an investor and the business person is an investee. What's, what's the terminology? Please let me know. Am I the investor or am I the investee? I don't even know. I don't know. Both of them, both the lawyer. Both the investor, being an investor, both of them show money. Maybe I should do an episode on scams encountered along the chapter journey. Do you want an episode like that? If you want, just, just let me know. I'll try to compile all the scams people have been through on their way to travel. So yeah, back to topic. The trick to saving is that in most cases you cannot save your way to your tuition fees if you don't have like a good paying job or a rich family or stuff like that you have to couple it with a couple of legitimate investments i know an acquaintance of mine who worked in one of the top three law firms in lagos he gave himself a target to save a huge part of his salary and then he had a consulting company on the side he was able to save millions in two years and he used it to travel it was more than enough for his proof of funds because he got some scholarship on the side even though he traveled and left his girlfriend in nigeria that one is another topic but he was able to save that money and use it to travel use it for his proof of funds because the school gave him a sizable scholarship so yeah when i started my Japa journey the first thing i did after choosing my school was to look at my account balance and see how much i needed to raise I factored in money for tuition, visa expenses, rent, living expenses, everything proof of funds and other things needed to keep me afloat for at least in the first few months before getting a job. It's not enough to say oh you are travelling, you don't know where you are travelling to, you've never been there before, you are saying when you get there you get a job to offset your loan. Now I express you they go. You hey, be careful that I express you day-go No communicating can pay you go get job on the first day And then use it to pay your tuition <laughs> Beware Beware <laughs> See red lights <clears throat> So when I knew how much my school fees would cost And how much would be required to make the tuition deposit to secure the stunt, I started doing some calculations My tuition deposit was about 2,000 pounds And when I checked my savings, I had that much. So I just made that payment immediately. Your savings might not cover everything you need for your expenses, but it's a start. So if you need to start from somewhere, you need to start from somewhere because you cannot start your relocation journey empty-handed. I won't lie to you. Anybody that is telling you, or when you get abroad, you work for the money. It's not that easy in the first couple of months. It can be really challenging. So you need to have some skin in the game even if your salary is 50,000 per month or 200,000 save some money aside for medication as early as you can. Don't play calo calo with it or invest it in all the schemes that are about to crash. Keep it somewhere safe. Now that somewhere safe is even dicey because I, if I say keep it in the bank, banks now ahead they've started doing one kind. Your money go just miss and then there's inflation. So I don't even (sighs) know. But you can convert it to to dollars USD. I didn't say buy any coin. I didn't say buy any coins. I went premium tears. Convert it to dollars until you are ready to make use of it. Start keeping money aside. I know every day the exchange rate keeps increasing, but there's nothing we can do about that until we have good economic leaders at the top. So yes, the first way to raise money for the basics is through your savings. For me, my savings helped me have the initial cash for my tuition deposit. And my savings also helped me make one or two investments that I appreciated in value. I didn't have a lot of cash, but I had some assets that I could save to, I could sell to raise some money. And my savings played a really important role in making sure that it was there when I really needed it. So yes, the next way to raise money is SELLING YOUR SKILLS. Number one, savings. Number two, selling your skills. There's nobody in this world that doesn't have a talent or doesn't have a skill, no matter who you are. There's something you can do that someone out there needs and someone can pay you money for it. For those who don't know, I'm a writer and occasionally I do one or two businesses. In fact, I have hustled in this life when you talk about hustlers. (laughs) If there's a register of hustlers, my name being inside. You know, these days people see hustling as a bad word and stuff like that. But I don't really hustle. You know, I have sold things. I have done businesses and stuff like that. I have done businesses. Yeah, businesses. I have done ghostwriting for more than half a decade so selling my skills was a way i was able to raise some money selling your skills is a way to raise money for yourself during the time i was raising money i wrote ebooks articles sales let anything and everything writable i was just writing anything to raise money i was hooking my writing skills on my head like Allah. so looking words what skill do you have it doesn't have to be writing writing is where my forte is so i know waiting day my power i know waiting past my power what can you do to raise money can you be an affiliate to a known brand can you do e-commerce can you do drop shipping can you do buying and selling can you sell your knowledge online what can you do to raise money that doesn't you that doesn't require you resuming by 8 a.m and closing by 7 p.m something that will clash with your main job what can you do Something online, easy to do from where you're from. Think about it and exchange the skills for money. When the date of my travel was looming closer, there was a new law that was introduced in the UK that one had to be fiscally present in the UK by a certain period to assess the post-study work visa. And I had a little window to ensure I paid my fees. I wanted to pay my fees before leaving because I didn't know where I was going to. I didn't know what the jobs were they were like i didn't know what the pay was so i wanted to pay my fees but we go sleep for but i wanted to pay my fees so i had to start doing running around and read that students are only allowed to work for 20 hours a week i was like 20 hours a week how do i pay this money because some So there was no way I could afford to pay tuition from the 20 hours a week when I had rent, feeding and other things to consider. I remember I moved in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a lockdown. So how would I have done it? Money I was getting from writing at that time, it wasn't coming fast enough for me. And some of the assets I wanted to sell, there was no buyer. Because I needed it hot, hot, as in acidity, hot, I needed it hot, hot. If I had put the assets up for sale, I told my portfolio manager, put the assets up for sale. If you've not listened to the first episode, Why Are You Running?, where I told my portfolio manager that I wasn't doing again, he should put up so many things up for sale. Please listen to it, you understand what I'm talking about. I put some of my assets on sale, but because I had a short window to leave Nigeria so as to qualify for the post-study visa, I had to do it immediately. Things changed. So I had a deadline. Those assets I put up for sale, there was no buyer because time was short. So I said, what can I do? I remember that, oh, I'm writing, I have the skill, let me go back to it. But there was a problem. Writing requires mental prowess and you don't get jobs all the time. So what do you do in that instance? So what I did was, I took proactive measures to look for clients. I drafted an introductory letter stating my name, what I did, that I needed money. If you want to see the letter, please send me an email, gmail.com. Send me an email, I'll forward the letter to you so you can see the template. So the letter had my name, it had an introduction, it also had something like, I'm offering you this service because I got admission to this university for this program and I'm looking to raise my fees. If you need this service or know anyone that does, please let me know. I listed a couple of services there. Services like PR, marketing, writing, bookboy orishirishi services. <coughs> I'm sure people reading that I'll be like, Auntie, stay more please. I listed services. I purposely didn't solicit for money because nobody sent me a message. But I knew that if I asked for work, it was a good way, an honest way of making the money I needed. So I sent this letter to a couple of people, including some celebrities, to see what they thought about my acts I remember sending the letter to Tuesday. it took a while, but he later responded. I remember him saying, wow, you write so well, you know how he talks so calmly wow you write i can't i can imagine him talking the way he writes wow you write so well <clears throat> my man was like oh god i know i write so well you go give me work Abi. you're not gonna give me work <laughs> nobody you write so well i can't control for you i get deadline i need money you go give me work Abi. you're not gonna give me work so he was like, "I would love to work with you, but unfortunately, I don't have a need of a writer now." But he connected me to someone else, and I reached out to that person. The person, however, needed someone hands-on for a long project, and I knew that by that time I would have left Nigeria, so I didn't continue that conversation. I also sent it to. I also sent it to some one of my acquaintances who works with Tony Lumelu. And he was like, wow, congrats, it was really helpful, really nice. You know, sometimes what you need is a listening ear, someone to answer you and tell you, it'll be okay, or I'll try, or i see you, or I'll hear you. You understand? So he sent me a contact of someone who works at a music streaming platform that they needed someone with my skill set. It was one 300k job like this, but it was a full-time salary job, so I had to decline. I sent it to one other music manager I'm familiar with on the timeline. She has a photography studio in Miami, also in Miami or California, one of those places in the U.S. And she was like, oh, you write so well, I really like this letter. I was like, ah, okay, thank you, ma. She was like, oh, my photography website needs a uh, content revamp, but let's start with an introductory letter to brands offering my services. I did that, as in fast, fast, fast as they hold Won't tick she loved it and she paid me but the money was not enough the money was just enough for a rona test or so and i couldn't be on her case to give me more jobs because no be my mama now and there's a limited the number of jobs someone can give you a short, short notice but i'm grateful to her because the money helped me do uh, the rona test i did in nigeria before paying for another rona test also doing the uk another set of people want to talk about are those who didn't even respond at least these ones they responded but some people didn't even respond there's a guy i sent it to via dm and the boss didn't even reply he read it didn't reply ah god the reason i sent it to him is that he's always doing giveaway (laughs) he's not mazio and he's not don Jazzy. the guy didn't even respond he was using me to form elder but not even a sorry I'll get back to you and I'll get work for you or something just silence I just shook my head and overloaded it because don't bring this energy to me now I'm not begging you for money, I'm begging you for work I know that a lot of people may have come to this DM to do this but that time I was really really in need so I was edgy and anxious I sent it to one other person, but that one was playing one kind grammar. No grammar when money no day inside, just the blue grammar, empty grammar. I don't even think you how I left. So there are so many stories, there are those that kept going on and on about how good my writing was, but how they didn't have any jobs for me. I was like, don't be compliments, I come here, come chop now. I I, I appreciate the... <laughs> i appreciate the the kind compliments but i need a job give me work the disappointments were just too much where we as much as disappointed at the appointments they were on the same scale i mean i was literally i mean literally fighting for my life you know what i mean so yeah it worked in a couple of places and in some places it didn't work I'm sure if I had more time, more would have come, but I didn't have time. So the point I'm trying to make is selling your skills, goods and services is a good way to raise money for your relocation plans. See me now, I'm now in London. So what is good that didn't talk about What is well that ends well? <laughs> the third way to raise money is through loans. I was a bit skeptical about adding this way because a lot of people are not trustworthy. I was like, wait, let me add it. You can get loans to travel from individuals and organizations. It's not my style to go begging people for money, especially because you are not entitled to anybody's money. Let me say that again, because before you think that anybody anywhere owes you money, you are not entitled to anybody's money. There's some people who can give you loans with interest when they think hook me for truth i had to get a loan to pay my complete tuition fees even though i had a collateral that cushioned the loan in case i base you know what i mean so i had my whole portfolio stacked against the loan but even at that when i told when i told my mom that mr and so and so had given me loan, she was like ah! country someone give you a figure loans hey <laughs> that's how we'll so only people who have made every other person seem bad because i remember when i came to the uk and i started servicing my loan i told my friend who usually changes money for me that i was servicing the loan i took in nigeria and i was like ah, you came to this country and no one is pursuing you and no one knows your address and you are repaying a loan to ambulance, wow, 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 that's nice. That's <laughs> you're making Nigeria proud. Keep it up, hold well on. But I wasn't amused, it got me thinking of the dishonesty among Nigerians people generally. I don't want to say Nigerians, dishonesty among people and the bad rep we get due to lack of integrity. The person give you money, you base it's like no be wish be that. Person borrowing you money, you just disappear, or you know they pick in calls or you block her. Marine spirit behavior. <laughs> See, I ah, this topic I don't know. <laughs> Let's just leave that boring issue for now because if we continue talking, we will not finish this podcast. But I beg you, if you take a loan from someone, if you take a loan from someone, don't run. Don't change your number. Don't disappear. Don't change your address. You're going to make it hard for the next person who needs a loan. Know what the interest is. Know what the repayment date is. Try as much as possible to adhere to it, please. There's several institutions that can give you loan and offer proof of funds to travel. Do your due diligence, before then go arrest your mama for Lagos. No toxicity, then you say maybe go take from somewhere. Before you know your picture is all over WhatsApp, people be be charity. <laughs> Do your due diligence, know when it's time to pay, know what the interest rates are and know how you can service your debt from wherever country you migrate to. So please, 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 I beg you. The fourth way to raise money is by a beg no not the app i mean setting up a GoFundMe, going online to call for donations you gather your friends they help you raise money through different means like online soliciting begging family members and other people one disadvantage of this method is that your business is not everywhere and with your business being everywhere people will continue to hold their generosity over your head you make posts they could say don't no, be this one when they beg for money you like it comment they say oh you safe can be among the people liking this comments be you i give money you understand what i mean so i have seen a lot of people who use this method to to raise their fees especially those who go to law school sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't work so just do your due diligence and see sometimes push comes to shove there's no other thing you just need to go online and ask for help so yeah that's it so to summarize you can raise money through one savings two selling your skills three loans from individuals and companies four through a bank if you know any other way to raise money let me know these are the four ways i know send me a message or an email via the lag london pod on socials or on email and then we can talk about it these methods come in handy but before you try any of this method make sure you've exhausted all scholarship options Scholarship will save you a whole lot of stress Especially when it comes to thinking of how to raise money and stuff like that because Raising money for any venture not only traveling. It's not easy, especially if it's a huge sum Not meeting your goals can make you irritable and depressed and anxious. You will just be biting everybody because frustration You know for the longest time I said to myself Will this thing work? Will it not work? Is it the right thing to do? this money i'm using to do these ventures it was about eight figures in naira eight figures no be eight thousand naira no be eight million i'm talking of zero, zero. zero, zero. <laughs> eight figures eight figures is from 10 million naira and above that's what i call eight figures you know what i mean so it was a huge sum of money and i was like ah, this money is this the best way to spend it I haven't said to myself, why don't I import one or two containers and then I know I am set. Why am I using this money to give Mama Charlie in the name of education, in the name of degree? Eh? So for a long while, it was an internal debate that was driving me crazy. Perhaps you two listening, you are having such thoughts. You are probably thinking, is it worth the investment? Should I stay back? How long will I work to repay this loan? And this is making you anxious every single day advice to you you need to weigh the pros and cons of relocation and come to decision on your own migration is a personal journey it's a personal journey for me it was nothing ventured nothing gained if i didn't venture i wouldn't know what i stood to gain human beings are stronger than they think and sometimes when they don't want to venture it's when they limit themselves they don't know how far they can go they don't know how strong they are so for me, I was like, tsk, people they don't they don't get two heads now, make her a head, you understand what I mean? So some people, I know some people haven't been put in this position of having to beg for things, especially when it comes to money. But the need to relocate has made them open about their financial lack, that they feel so naked and exposed. I understand that. In fact, when I was raising money for my travels, it made me reevaluate evaluate some of the people in my circle because it got to a point where I was like <sighs> So as I did like this now, I know you you big phone call one person say, borrow me this money There well, a lot of people I had come through for and I knew they had this money But <sighs> the energy was just so off You know how you be asking them for common information Oh, how do I do this? Oh, you out ahead of me can you give me some more information on how to do this? The energy will just be off. So if you could not give me information that was even free, despite the fact that you had done this journey before me, how would you now feel for me asking you to give me this thing and then walk out to your payment plan? So yeah, I did a lot of reevaluating my friendships, especially for people I come through in the past. And in some cases, it wasn't even about the money, but it was about a friend joining you in the trenches to see how your dreams could be actualized. Some people don't have a lot, but the way they stand with you, you know how you say, I stand with you, I stand with you, I stand with you to look up the solutions is what makes that friendship priceless. So sometimes you just need the listening ear and that's it. Remember this friend of mine, when I told him the money involved, he was like, ah, this money is a too. I was telling him not because I, he had the money, but I would just, you know how condition, don't make refuge bend. you just need someone to listen. He didn't have the money, but anytime I called him to explain, oh, this is what I, the things I went through today to raise the money and stuff like that. He was always there. Because realistically, how many people have 8 figures to give you? How many people have 8 figures for themselves? Not to talk about 8 figures to give another person. It's not, so, it's not as if I was expecting someone to give me that money. This my friend I'm telling you about, he didn't have that money but anytime I called him to rant about how difficult it was to raise the money and some other things I had tried, he was always there to listen and see who among his contacts he could reach out to for me so the whole japa process really made me think about a lot of things maybe because i show up for people and i expect same yeah i think that that was it for me Publication comes with a lot of mental stress that can weigh you down and frustrate you and one tip i'll give you today about keeping that mental s- space safe you know keeping your mental health in check is that preempt some of these frustrations. When you preempt them, know that oh, this is am going through this is why I'm anxious, this is why I'm edgy, this is why I'm feeling this way. It can help prepare you or shape your reactions when these challenges come. Going to seem like everything is against your education plans. Some people lose it and say, I beg, I know they do it again, They'll be by force. But this is me encouraging you to give it one more shot. In a couple of years, all these things will be past tense. You know, Sister you know, they is sweet if you don't get karma inside. So, relocation is not just snapping pictures in the snow, posting pictures. It's hard work, but one that pays off in the long run. At the end of the day, if you make a move, you will see people that will help you today i am debt free (laughs) it feels so good saying that today i am debt free and in a much more better financial status than i was last year so yeah make the move it might be worth it it might not be worth it but lastly it all depends on you so yeah that's it for today thank you for listening to this episode tell me how you raise the money if you've traveled and if you've not traveled tell me how you're raising money let's discuss in the comments or you send me an email let me know what you think about this topic you know this podcast is really sweet if you're writing back to me and then we discuss and share ideas let me know if you agree with me let me know if you don't agree with me listening to me via any of the listening uh, platforms hit the subscribe or follow button depending on what's there and please help me share this podcast If you haven't listened to previous episodes, please do. We have so many episodes up. I promise you a very rich listen. If you have any questions or you have a need to talk to someone about your travel plans, just to share ideas, someone to be there for you, someone to discuss your mental state with, someone to just share your challenges and problems with, send me an email, thelaglondonpod at gmail.com. That's the lag, N-A-G-L-D-N pod at gmail.com or send a DM to any of my social media handles at the Lag London Pod. Most of your questions will be answered in further episodes, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, I'll leave you now, till next time. My name is Sin, and safe travels.